G'day folks and welcome again to Diplomacy Games. I'm Ambi. I'm Kana. And you're joining us for the second episode at the Victory Hotel in Brisbane. Yes. And two weeks has gone by, but it's only been about five minutes since... Long enough to get drinks. Long enough to get drinks. Yeah. But you've changed your drinks. You're drinking... Um, what was it called again? The Parsons Nose Parsons Nose Shiraz. Shiraz from the McCarran's Ballad. McCarran. McLaren Vale. Vale. Yeah. Vale. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> McLaren's Vale. McLaren's Vale, yeah. <laughs> well, Vale is means Vale anyway, isn't it? Are you still on your little I'm creatures? I'm still on my little creatures. Bright, bright Ale? Bright Ale. It is a very nice drink. I, I like the Bright Ale from Little Creatures, but I probably prefer... What's the other one they do? Uh, the Pale Ale. Pale Ale. Yeah, that is a, that's that a nice is one. That is a fantastic beer. They don't have it on tap here, though. So. I got, actually, from Dan's uh, on the weekend, the Little Creatures Summer Days six pack haven't tried it you'd like it it's like a real girly beer oh thanks <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> <hell>. <laughs> it's kind of like you know your um what's that other one you had that other girly beer you had cider no no not the cider actually i had a cider <gasps> oh my god <laughs> it was it was a random weekend i kind of had i had this summer ale which was very very floral very fruity um it's like, it's like that. It's, it's that, that Pacific Pacific Ale from Stone and Wood. Remember how that was? That was all very fruity. Oh uh, yeah, I wasn't a bigger fan on it though. I think you'd have to drink a lot of it before you started enjoying yeah. that one. So I had some of that. Yeah. The, sun, the, the summer days was uh, a bit too fruity. That said, I did have a really really nice um, English cider that I'd had sitting in the the back of the cupboard for a while. I just oh, went crazy yeah. and thought, oh fuck, it, I'm going to have that. And then I actually had like a, uh, a ginger beer, not a, an actual alcohol-free ginger beer that I had for God knows how long, and it tasted fantastic too. Letting your hair down. I am letting my hair down. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> oh, wait a sec. Is this a, a drinking show? No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um, cheers again. Cheers again. Um, so we've got uh, quite a few things we're going to talk about today. Yeah, now some of it's going to be now very outdated because, as I said, we, yep. uh, by the time you hear this now, we actually recorded it two weeks ago. So we do have a um, news, late news. Yes, so it looks like there's a flame has come to the rescue like a knight in shining armour and um, is going to put together a lab, which is awesome. I um, actually I hadn't mentioned to you, Kana, but I had been um, talking just generally with Captain Mean, saying, "Look, where's hey, how's that going? <laughs> have, you, have you heard much from a, a tin can lately?" Um, and he did advise this is back in late January that he hasn't heard anything. Um, he thinks maybe a tin can has decided not to go through with it. But Captain Mean was going to be working on doing some stuff. He had some hosting issues, some things to work out, um, but he can't do it right now. So. I have sent him a PM saying, hey, have you seen Flames post? Maybe you guys can kind of get together and make yeah. some magic happen. Yeah, yeah, well, fingers crossed, but I'm, I'm fairly certain... Um, now, I'm, I'm going to kick myself. I'm fairly certain that Flame... Do you want me to kick you? Well, I just pretend I'm kicking myself anyway as, as we go. Um, there you yeah, go. Thanks. <laughs> I'm fairly certain now. Flame is, the, is one of the admins at the Russian... Fork. 
of web components. Ah, okay. Yeah, and they do a lot of, they have taken a lot of our variants from V diplomacy, which are developed, and forked them into uh, their server. Ah, uh, I've never we, actually... we have we have met Flame before. He was quite active in um, development. On the I development remember side. seeing him um, years ago. I think interested in doing some development stuff, but um, I'm fairly certain this is the guy. Um, I wonder what, what is actually. I wonder what the the Russian diplomacy website is. Uh, no, 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 no. Quick, quick Google quick of Google's Russia diplomacy game. Can't find it, but um, that's probably because I'm googling in English when I should be writing in Cyrillic, or as you say, Cyrillic. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I haven't done any Russian for a while. I've been trying to get back on top of Spanish, but anyway. But that's just great news. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So I, I flame. Also um, dropped in a, a few code snippets which have been implemented by VDIP over the years as well. Um, I can't recall which ones they were, so Flame, let me know um, so I can set the record straight on our next inter- uh, our next podcast. Yeah, but, very good. Yeah. So look, that'll be interesting. So um, hopefully by the time you hear this, there might be some some further word on that, and then we'll pick it up again. Or you can just drop by the site and work it out. If the labels are going to open tomorrow, Andy, what variant would you start working on? Oh. Um, if the lab opened tomorrow, I would actually probably start on the idea of a World War Four map, Cold War 1 versus 1, that we talked about a couple of episodes ago. Okay. Even though I've actually got one that was on the old lab that I was working on, I've lost interest in that. That was the Ice Age one. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Start fresh. Start space. fresh. Yep. Although, um, it would depend on also to a certain extent to what degree it was able to support if it was just out-of-the-box standard diplomacy rules yep. and standard diplomacy engine, yes, or whether it would allow for tweaking and stuff like that. Because I think if you allow for tweaking, you kind of consider other options. Like, you know, I've always talked about the nuclear diplomacy game. That would be fun. Yeah. But um, I reckon I'd probably just get back into it by just getting a box standard map and trying to get things right for some of the variants I'm thinking of. Yes. Well, I, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I actually have two two variants which I'm thinking about. Um, oh, yeah, I should have asked you. Sorry about that. Oh, no. So what variants are you Sorry, thinking no. of if all of a sudden it opened up tomorrow? That was rude of me, actually. No. I, I, no, 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 no. It was, it was, it was. Oh, yeah, you're a gentleman. Uh, some would disagree, but I'll stick up for you. What? Well. Especially when you're drinking girly beer. Oh, my God. Don't play with that. Oh, oh, sorry, he was referring to the recorder, not something else. We <laughs> <laughs> were talking about the girly drinks. Actually, no, I was, <laughs> I was thinking about... <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, you say, what we... Kana, Kana, what would be the... T- David you, Cohen. I'm going to probably port his um, Southeast Asia ah, bearing, which is, is that the one of the... the Khmer route, not Khmer, it's the Khmer Empire Khmer, and yeah, everything like that. Yeah, yeah the East Indies there. But I'm also working on a variant, um, which is taking some time. I'm going to call it Fuck You Stalemate Lines. Right. Yep. And how did you think that would work? Well, it's played on a standard diplomacy map, except every single territory has sea lanes on it. How does that work? 
well with the overseer zones and you'll have to see oh okay so the yeah. so let's so let's, let's but just humor me for a moment so classic yeah. map yes um let's just take any random territory munich always yeah. a, always a always a crucial crucial uh, a, SC. Yes, yes. so within munich you'd actually have your sc within the main bit in the middle the yes. overseer zone yep which would be where you, the supply center is okay so that's where that yep. would be and then you'd have like a northeast Munich, a southeast Munich, southwest Munich, northwest Munich. Yes, and each one of those will connect. So every territory will connect twice to every other territory, plus the overseer zone. That's my thing. That'd be interesting. Mm. I'd be. I'd play a game of that. You play a game of that. I'd play a game of that. I'd, I'd um, even just for the novelty factor. I think it'd be interesting and uh, could provide a real different dynamic would you have you have it on all centers not just SCs all centers sea and land okay do you think there's enough units to make it work I don't know I'm just I'm just playing with the idea of getting rid of stalemate mines what would it look like oh there'd be no stalemate mines no it's an impossibility but what would it look like we're kind of laid around with this idea on oceans with the sea lanes and they're arbitrarily chosen. Um, Can you hear that really shitty 911? Looks like he's fucking muffler checked. The white one over there. Wait, wait. Yeah, I can hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our listeners can probably hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, it's a motor. It's a motor bike. God. Anyway. Anywho, anywho, anywho. <laughs> Sorry, the 911's actually parked. <laughs> Sorry, get, not, getting not back a car into podcast. <laughs> Obviously not. Um, but yeah, getting back into variant creations by oh, starting off by porting a map. I must admit, after um, last week's, last fortnight's episode with uh, the Care Bear interview, and we were doing a little prep work looking at the forum and played it. Yeah. And how they have all these different maps that they play through um, more like an email type of adjudication process. They're playing some really cool stuff over there, and it really got me thinking about well, what other? I mean, okay, I quite like making a variant from scratch with yes. my own ideas, but if, if if there was a lab or some type of thing up and running to create new variants on VDIP or anywhere else tomorrow, um, I'd probably be. Oops, taxi. Uh, I'd be really quite inclined to to look at some of the, the variant banks and other websites out there for some maps that, you know, don't get enough love and need to be given some love. Yeah, a bit more um, diplomacy love for yeah. some of these ones. Uh, maybe overlooked, perhaps, in the, uh, in the grand scheme. Ugly ducklings. Yeah, yes. I'm sure there's a few out there. I did make an ugly duckling variant called Ugly Duckling? No, it was called War in 2020. <laughs> it, was, it was like one of those... I played that. It was, a, it was an abandoned variant sitting out there in a very obscure part of the internet. And um, That's a really fast game, isn't it? Because literally you start with one SC. One supply centre, yes. And, um, and there's like there's not much. There's not many neutrals, is there? No there's neutral. Uh, is, is there in there? Is there? I don't know. No, yeah, there's a couple of neutrals sprinkled around, but you start off pretty much adjacent to everyone else. Yep. And it, yeah, it's a fast one. You get eliminated. Every time I've played it, I get eliminated in the first couple of years. I'm just unlucky like that. 
I can't remember. It's been a while since I've played. So um, anyway, so um, th- again, this is probably going to be a little bit outdated by the time we get around to listening. But uh, a bit of a round the grounds. You you had actually asked me whilst you came back from um, getting uh, the wine and the beers. But um, how am I going at the moment in, in Renishmiento in the Pasta Pizza and Popes game? Which yeah. How you are were, you going? Which you were, unfortunately, yes. the first player to be knocked out. I, oh, I was yeah. bitterly disappointed that you didn't kind of organise some convoluted convoy to kind of get an SC and stay in the game. There's no chance of that actually occurring. Um, it's just a poor... Has anyone else been eliminated yet? Uh, is it, no. It's just me. Just you. Lovely. Um... Fer- Ferreira or Ferrara was very close to being eliminated, but um, I, I handed out a lifeline to him. Yeah, I saw that. I thought he was going to die. He thought he was going to die too. He was still yes. Well done, Andy. Oh, there we go. There's a bit of you know care bear tactics right there. <laughs> so. Um, Oh, I bet you got a warm, fuzzy feeling when you kept him alive. So, just for for folks who are listening to this in um, in the future, which is really kind of, I wonder what things are like in the future. Have we got hover cars yet? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Fuck it. Anyway, so we're playing this at the moment, and it's currently up to fourteen fifty six. The build phase at the moment. So probably by the time this comes out, it'll be fourteen fifty eight or whatever. How's Marines um, going? Uh, yeah. Look, I've I've had an interesting. I've actually found the centre of this board really, really dynamic uh, in the sense that I have had a um, pretty good relationship so far as of recording time with, with Milan. And uh, to that end, you can kind of see both of us are relatively demilitarised around our borders. Um, I've had some really good constructive conversations with uh, Turkey, with Ralph House, and um, as of recording... Yes. Things are okay at the moment. Well, it's good to hear. I don't yes. know what they're going to be like in the future, but I hope that they're good, but who knows? But I've... Um, that whole centre that of Italy at the moment has become a real knife edge with alliances changing and changing quite often. So we're talking here, um, Pisa is now on three supply centres. There's the whole... Ferrara. Yep. Friends. Friends. The Pope. The Pope. And Naples. Naples is Which part is of that, up. is he? Well, what's going on with Geneva? Genova. No, Ge- Geneva. Geneva. Not uh, Geneva. No, Geneva is 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 over. See, on the map, it's actually called Geneva, whatever in French or Italian. But Ge- oh, Gen- Geneva God. is that uh, Swiss city on the yes. Lake Geneva. Yeah. So uh, it's Geneva is Genova. based out in Geneva on the. Ligurian coast. Gotcha. Right. Which I've been to. I've been to Geneva. You make me sick. It's a bit of an interesting town. I stayed in a wonderful hotel there. I can't remember what the fuck happened, but we kind of got an upgrade or whatever like that. And we had this fucking palatial thing. Oh. Amazing. We actually spent more time in the hotel room going to the school <laughs> than actually going out and seeing Geneva. Which is like at the end of the holiday anyway, so... Uh, so what's happening there? I mean, he's got this little island fortress. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about my holidays. Old holidays. And he's all... Yes, he's... <laughs> it's not a travel podcast. <laughs> not a drinking podcast, not a car podcast, not a travel podcast. Sorry, folks. You have to put up with the diplomacy instead. Thanks to Kana. I just want to keep taking up another angle. 
How are we into politics? Oh, no. Sport? Oh, Actually, okay. um, I, I, was, I was ribbed a little bit for not watching the AFL women's um, sport game yeah. that they started. And it's like, well... Just wait a sec, for our you know, non-Australian I, audience, you want to explain what an AFL women's game is? Well, AFL, Australian Football League, which is um, was an Australian unique... It's a unique code, code of football. Of football. Um, but they've just started to run um, a women's league of that alongside the males league and um, I don't watch it I'm a Victorian originally and I don't watch AFL is so that possible? yeah that there are few of us out there um, there wouldn't be many no there's not many um, sorry I've, context again for people outside of Australia in Australia when it comes to football there's four codes there's Soccer, which most people in the world call football, unless yes. you're in America and it's called soccer as well. Like us, yes. Um, there is rugby NRL. union. Yes, and okay. rugby league. Which rugby union tends to be like the game that they play mostly in New Zealand and. That's the international one. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Rugby union. There's rugby league. Which is also international. Which actually was but... split from rugby union back in the early 1900s or something. It's international, but. Rugby league is and rugby union are only really big. Sorry, rugby league's only really big in Queensland and New South Wales. Yes. Rugby union's big in Queensland, New South Wales, and also WA because of all the South Africans that live over there. Because South Africa. Yeah, but Australia. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and AFL, then there's Australian is, Football League or Aussie Rules, as it's called, which is pretty much universal. Well, it's 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 in every sport except in, Northern Territory, isn't it? So look, if, if anyone has no idea what we're talking about, what, what these places are, either go to Google or uh, go to the Mate versus Mate map in <laughs> Vitaplomacy. Maybe but, we should do a sports variant. What, just within Australia or globally? Australia. So you can do the same thing globally, but like if you had this thing here, you'd actually have like Aussie Aussie sorry. Aussie rules. I'll finish off this one thing, and then we'll get back yeah, to it. Okay, yes, yes. So Aussie rules: big in Victoria, Tasmania, South Australia, New South Wales, a little bit in New South Wales, a little bit in Queensland, a little bit in Queensland, a little bit in WA. Huge in South Australia, huge in WA, and big in Northern Territory. Massive in Tasmania. Massive in Tasmania, but yet they don't have a team. Like, I, I mean, that's disgusting. That is wrong. Give, give surface power. Look, we're digressing anyway. Yeah, sorry. Um, but yeah, getting on to your other digression, though, you could actually have a, yeah. a bigger global game where you could play... You can imagine, okay, so the rugby union, your supply centres you start off with is New Zealand, South Africa. Uh, Queensland. Nah, it's rugby league. <laughs> uh, England. Western Australia. Does okay. England play? France plays union. Yeah, but rugby union is actually is, is, is like a it's a second tier sport I think in France and Italy and Argentina and yeah, yeah. all these other weird places, and then you can kind of have you know your Aussie rules in you know, your Victoria or whatever like that. Have American football, just in America. You can have you know yeah, gridiron. Yeah, gridiron, isn't it yeah. cool? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can have, but then Soccer. over there you can also maybe split. The, I don't know whether there's is there enough diversity. Kind of, I don't know. Brazil, all, all the South America and Europe would all be bloody playing soccer. soccer. What about the pool lacrosse players? Where are they sit? Left, right, out. <laughs> and what about polo? That would be like just <laughs> the Queen's estate. I'm sure water polo is popular somewhere. 
Yeah, somewhere. Sure. Baseball would be big in America, Japan, and Cuba. Yeah, baseball. Yes. Worth anyway. thinking. Uh, is it worth thinking about? That we, no, it's we not. I think, I think we've mental energy on this. <laughs> we've spent we have, yeah. way too much mental energy and we'll get back to the main game so people haven't press stop and say fuck off. <laughs> Actually, we're talking about... Oh yeah, we're playing talking about <laughs> Genova and the Renaissance uh, game that we're playing on. Your question was something about... How's Genova going, for God's sake? Genova. 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 Um, he's now getting to a, a good old-fashioned biff with uh, Turkey. So I think Roughhouse has uh, cleverly played his hand to make sure that he's not in conflict with me, not in conflict with Naples, which of course means he's got one avenue of attack, which is going out west. It also means that he's not in conflict with any of the players who start with large amounts of surprises. Yes. It's cleverly done. Yes. So, um... Oh, the Copperhead Road. Anyway, so we'll see how things go. I found that the middle of this map has been flipping and chopping and changing occasionally with who's allied with who. And um, that could be good for me, but it could be bad for me. So I don't know. We'll see how it goes. See how it goes. See how it goes. I know you've got a, an army here in this little province there on the uh, Apennines. Yes. Decima's going to have a go at me. Well, Decima, 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 Decima and I have been talking a little bit about um, how he's going at the moment in Pisa. Because he's recently started attacking Ferenz, which of course is Florence. Yay. And, Sorry. Um, Ferenz stabbed me out of this game, and look, so, okay, so <laughs> no love is lost there. We're two, weeks, <laughs> we're two weeks into the future, so look, I, and I'm actually going to give you a glimpse into some private messaging from Decima. And uh, so, just got to find my stuff here. Oh, I hit the wrong button. <laughs> so, uh, we're looking at someone uh, else. Sorry, Pisa. Sorry, sorry, folks, waiting for things to load. I was looking through this bloody post and going, this doesn't make sense. This isn't the person I'm talking about. Yeah, okay. So. Okay, so. Correcting you on your um, pronunciation, I'm no doubt. No? Look, okay, I'll, I'll give that again. Two weeks into the future, hopefully this is old news. But I had been talking to Detchema about what we're going to do in um, um, central central Italy. He, I kind of, I, I talked about some strategies of mine, which I won't get into here, and he replied back to me. Probably I should say this or not. Okay, oh well anyway, fuck it. We can always edit it out and if I decide, if you say, look, you've, you've gone over the line, you shouldn't be disclosing the stuff. Okay. So he does say, look, I'm being naive, you, you don't be naive, Ambi. I've been in Italy several times, but apparently, don't forget, his, his um, first language is obviously Italian, being yes. an, an Italian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and look, he does a really great job of communicating English, but he said, I've been in Italy several times, but apparently you're not malicious at all. The fact that the Pope is bozo is another reason why you're focusing on the Papal States, or are you meant to do it regardless of the owner? This was the question. Not a bad point. Yeah, a you asked for my yeah. advice, Almighty Doge, but I can do anything but adapt my shape depending on where the wind blows. So I think there's probably a little bit of bad Google Translate happening there. Yes. This is what I say I'm supposed to do until I am. I am not able to reach a critical mass as Pisa. 
and, and I kind of said back to him, detriment, that almost reads like haiku. He says, I don't know what haiku is. I only know that Raptor 4 pretty much screwed up my plan, perhaps my game. I asked him how he wanted to play things regarding forens. Um... He replies back, your message sounds like you want to teach me where Ferenz is. <laughs> I reply back, you don't want, sorry, just don't want you getting Ferenz the city mixed up with Ferenz the country, but being an Italian, you surely appreciate an Australian giving you a lesson on local geography. He says, not only am I Italian, I come from Florence, which is of course Ferenz. Yeah, okay, yeah. But yes, your geographical efforts are appreciated. I say, I like Florence, I've been there twice, so you live there now or you're elsewhere in Italy. I've been elsewhere in the past. Now I live there. Not in the city, though. I live in the surroundings. Cool. And then he goes on to give me some particular advice about how to play the game, which I won't mention here, just in case in two weeks' time it actually comes down to... Um, who said what? Who said what? Yeah. But it actually was really good advice. Oh, It was yeah. really good advice. And I am going to implement that advice in the next... Probably not the next term, maybe in a couple of turns' time, which is why I'm a bit worried about the two-week thing. Ah, okay. Right. Um, well, you'll have to fill me that in. Oh, he does ask if I'm coming back to, to Florence again soon. Are not, you? Not too soon. No. no. Bummer. I'd like to. It's nice place. Better the go... Sorry, the best, best the first time. Second time around wasn't quite as good. Why is it? I don't know. It's almost like, like, you know when you go to a place and you have a fantastic time, so you're, you probably go in with not... The, not not overly inflated expectations, and then you have a fantastic time. Yep. And you go next time; it's going to be fantastic again. And if it's not, then you go. Yeah. Okay. Third time's a charm. They do say that. Oh, third time could be a charm. Anyway. Well, I anyway. I don't know anyway. if we're going to include that or not. Well, you should. Anyway. 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 We should move on. What What else are we going to talk about? Okay. Well. Um, Diplomacy dilemmas. Oh, yes, Diplomacy Dilemmas. So this is a new segment. So uh, I did put up a... We talked about diplomacy, the idea of Diplomacy Dilemmas a few episodes back. Nobody responded, so I actually put something out on the internet onto the um, the site and said, oh, here we are, you found the Russian one. Found it, yep. Okay. And um, I said, hey, any, any ideas about what problems you're having that you can kind of ask... Kainer and myself. And so the first thing that came up is, um, well, what do you do with this Ambi fellow? Hey? So do you want to talk about who, who asked this question or are you not worrying about that bit? Uh, Dr. Recommended asks, what do we do with the Ambi fellow? Should I ask you this so you can give your advice? Well, my advice is just stab the shit out of him because he'll roll over and let you take his spice and his... But he's already done that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, look, times when we have cooperated well together you and, um, you and doctor you and me oh yeah yeah, yeah. Um, have been where where there's been a specific kind of goal set out early and a clear line of what is acceptable and what's not yep and that seemed to work well when I have worked with you now times when it has gone um, pear shaped is when there's ambiguity in that, you know, when, when, I know I play it like this, I have this clear goal or an idea as to where I'm headed and then you might move into a territory that I'm just, why did you do that? You didn't need to move <laughs> into that space. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually thinking of the mate versus mate game here. 
And what did I do wrong? And well, you, look, in that particular game, you had, and I'm not going to bring it up now, the map, but you had clear build opportunities which would have given you an easier way to move units to your east. But instead, you built in a spot that wasn't as conducive to moving units east as Indonesia, right? And so, and so, for me, playing your southern neighbour, I had to kind of, okay, I understand that this is just how Ambi plays sometimes, and I need to get over it and accept that there's a there's a move. It, it, it's being um, done for that reason. The times where we have um, actually just fallen into complete all-out war, I think have been times where it's, it's generally been an anonymous game. Yep. And I didn't understand. Oh, that's just Ambi's way of playing. Just my two cents worth. Um, How would you say? Would be well, a look, I think I think that's a that's a without bringing up the details. Um, we'll talk about this later. Yep. But um, without bringing up the, the details of that individual map, I think what you're saying is is um, it's fair. It's fair. That's a fair statement. Um, and look, I think the reasons for that are often varied. Yep. Um, sometimes it will be I've read things incorrectly, and in fact, the way you saw things was a far better way of seeing it. But I've made a poor decision. And to be honest, I've, I've actually probably done that too often. I think some players think that I'm a better player than I am. <laughs> well, I, th- I certainly thought you were a better player than you were before I met you. Put it that way. Hey? I'm sorry that your <laughs> expectations have deflated and gone over time. I feel ruined. Um, it's just like, I, I, I get that too. I, I get a feeling that people think I'm a better player than I am. It's just like, once you've got a podcast, all of a sudden you must be a good player. But, but we're not. We're not. <laughs> we're and not. I don't know why people think we are. <laughs> We've already talked about why am I in the top 100. Well, because probably I've got enough points on one big game years ago before they changed the rating system. You got and there I, quick. And I got in quick, got in early, one big, and, you know, been living off it for years. Um, gradually sliding my way down the, the top 100. Um, so, look, I do take on board the point, and sometimes, literally, I, I do make a, a, a bad call uh, on not necessarily either A, building in the right spots, or... Be even sometimes with my position, yep. and there's been a number of times that even my, from my own perspective, I've looked back and I've gone, "Why the fuck did I do that?" Okay, that's just with that. Okay, there's another layer on top of that as well, where not only has the move created ambiguity, which is um, as you outlined, created um, not friction but uncertainty in your like, well, "Why yep. the hell did he do that?" Okay. Yep. 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 But sometimes I've made moves where truly unintentionally the other player has misinterpreted what I did. Right. And um, as a result, of that, I've, if it's in a, in a normal press game, I've, they've often said, what the fuck are you doing that for? It's like, well, sorry, I didn't think of it that way, blah, 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 blah. 
and and often the way this game works is automatically that can obviously uh, result in a slight breach of trust and um, can as a result of that deteriorate relations unless we're able to mend things up and that does still require mending up on both sides yeah um, it can also be a case of um, I'm doing it to keep a player on their toes. Oh, yeah. So does sacrifice your positioning. Oops, threw away the pen. Um, okay, I can does, see that. I can see that. It does I, occasionally happen. I, I, can, I, I can understand the the need to, you know, just... just... No, I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Um, well, it's... Yeah, okay. If you had units to spare, but... It's probably a bad, probably a bad example with that particular game that we talked about this mate yep. versus mate one. But um, there have been games that I've played where I may make a particular move to kind of satisfy the needs or placate the needs of another player that I'm trying to build a rapport with or maintain a relationship with. Sure, it kind of shows that hey. I'm doing something over here to kind of show you that, hey, I'm on your side, I'm not on this other guy's side, even though I am. Now, if we're on a, in a gunboat game, that's where issues obviously occur, because well, this is actually they can interpret a, 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 it one a, a, way, yep, other, yep, like you can yep, interpret it yep, another yep, way. Yep. Well, that actually you know, segues nicely to what Leif asked us, Leif Syverson um, asked us. Oh, are we going to go to a new one? Can, can we just get some more drinks? Because I'm thirsty. Oh, okay, I had a big breath there, I was going to read it all out at once. Can, can we just so we pause, can pause and, then we and can do that? Get, a, get another drink. Yep. Pause. Back in a sec. Here we go. Oh, another beer. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. Is that well, the same guy that served you? Uh, the one that the big dropped guy. the... Yeah, the big guy. He's underpoured your... He's underpoured my He's underpoured my wine. Yeah. Bastard. I should have used some of my magical diplomacy skills on him and say, Go on, buddy. I think you overcharged me, actually, on the last one. I think you need to kind of, you know... Support my move into Cilicia. They're bad poor. I don't do that. You had this strange build that I didn't expect in Vienna. <laughs> well, look, I was, I was going to bring up just before we got the drinks, um, yeah. uh, Leif's diplomacy dilemma, but it actually fits better with Ezio's. Oh, okay. Well, we'll hold off on that one then. I've got a question for you. Oh, for me. This is another diplomacy dilemma. Okay. Right. How do you deal with Doctor Recommended? How do I deal with the doc? Quite well, actually. You know. I no, I need some advice. I need some advice. Obviously. Well, obviously. Um, well, he, he did ask how to deal with you. So how do I deal with him? I'm just trying to think of. Um, did we actually add a, a, answer his games? question adequately? Well, I, I think you went into quite a decent depth. Of, self-analysis there. Um, how do you deal with anyone, though? Isn't this, a, isn't this just a game of trying to get to know the other player? Ultimately. Ultimately, what makes that person tick so that you can work with them and not cause yourself to be... I guess, I guess like, and like this, is, this is where things get into the why the why doctor's asking you and I'm asking you because, you know... Um, no, I'm not, I'm, we've had it. We've, both he and I have been in, in many games over the years, where and um, I think from my perspective, I can't remember a game that we've actually been allies all the way through. 
Uh, and, and Dr. PMS, if you can, can remember a game, it's probably three or four years ago now. But I kind of I, I like him, and I like his style, and I like his play. And I'd love to actually play a game where we do make it all the way to the end, best mates, split up the you know the draw, divvy up the proceedings. But um, I don't know. There's been time and time again where either. I've stabbed him, or he stabbed me, and I, I have to say that the more and the, the the more length of time that I've been playing diplomacy now, situations where I've ended up in a two-way, three-way draw, and been a real solid alliance player in a game, has deteriorated. I, I, I cannot recall a game in the last two years where that's happened outside of Gunboat. Yeah, I was just going to say, what about the African game? But that was that Gunboat, wasn't yeah. it? No, in a full press game, I cannot think off the top of my off the top of my head when that's actually happened. Now, I don't know if that's been a cyclic thing in my thinking as to you know my general approach to playing. The or game. maybe the culture and the way the games are played the culture and of the game the has slowly moved towards I, I remember there was a lot of there was a lot of that occurring in the early days of the yep. players would ally and sometimes um, I'm just thinking back to my time of investigating players sometimes players would it'd be very brief do you want to ally yeah let's do it yep. and then that would stick for the whole thing there wasn't that much real discussion going on I think maybe it, 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 I, I don't know am I joining more quality games with more quality players or if there's a change of attitude in the website as a whole in and of itself yep um, and I, maybe it's a combination of those things yeah so you didn't really answer my question you kind of gave me a generic answer around about how players are bloody bloody blah. How do I specifically need to deal with Doctor? Do you think? I thought Doctor what? Doctor, you think? So I should have had a comma in there. Doctor, Doctor, Doctor recommended. Um, I thought I was being very diplomatic in that answer. You were. Um, That's why I kind of came back to it because it didn't answer my question. How do you deal with it? I don't. I don't know. I, have you had any issues? Look, I don't think I've actually worked with the guy. I mean, I've had plenty of I've had plenty of games. I've had you haven't you haven't had a game where you've. I don't think I've actually. I can't think of. I'm I'm sure I've been in a lot of games with Doctor Recommended. Yeah. I can't think right now on the spot of a game which I have played and allied with him. It may have happened. It may not have happened. Yep. I mean, I've played a lot of games. I mean, I've played a lot of games as well, and and look, I've had plenty of games with other players where I've had game after game after game after game where I'm trying to build a alliance and I still get stabbed by them or I stab them. Right. You know what I mean? So it's not just a, a thing that's happened only between me and Dr. Remekdemenda. I've had a number of players like that over the years where I've had years where I actually haven't been able to build a, an ongoing successful game, single game. Yes. And obviously... Every time I approach a game, I'm looking it through the lens of this is a brand new game. No 
preconceptions around how things go, not going to hold any grudges for how things go, but you always have in the back of your mind, based on your prior experience playing with the player, what they have done, and you just draw upon that to be able to interpret how you're going to play them for that particular game. And I don't think that's any different if you're playing online versus face-to-face. I, I remember my... Okay. Every now and then you... And I, there, there are specific moments in games that actually you stop and consider and it may and that player or that situation actually really causes you to self-reflect on how you are as a player yep. and I, you know, there's been a few of those key point moments in my time playing the players one of those times happened actually playing um, uh, a game with Roughhouse, and I, I can't even remember the game itself. I'm fairly certain it was a known world one, but I, but I can't remember if it was the special rules or whatever was going on there. Um, and I remember specifically, I entered into because I'd not met this guy before. This is the first time I played a game with him, and I entered in discussion with him, kind of assuming he was a newbie which is a really dumb thing to sort of open with yep. just on that assumption because we don't know who these players are and the the level of response made me really well, I need to really backpedal on a perceived assumption that I have about this particular player I need to really rethink what it is that I'm asking and is it a, a, a reasonable answer yeah. And, yeah. And, and had and and that was one of those points. One of those points where it was like, oh, hang on, I need to actually reassess how I approach the fundamentals before moving on with constructive diplomacy yeah. in this part. Yeah. I mean, I've I've had I've had um, players. I mean, Roughhouse is actually one of them where um, I've had a long string of stabbing and either one way or the other or both ways where you know I got to the stage where it's like almost the same thing that's happening at the moment with Doctor Recommended you know you get into this cycle but I mean some of my more recent games with Rough House have been again we actually moved beyond that and we've been working together will he stab me again? probably quite probably <laughs> but look that's the way the game works and sometimes you you I mean, you and I have been in, in quite a number of games where we've actually played well. Yep. And haven't stabbed each other. We've For, also been in games where yes. we have stabbed each other. Yes. And um, it just, I don't know, it's just the way the game works. Sometimes it happens this way, sometimes it doesn't. And I'm looking forward, and I, I say this with all honesty and integrity, I'm looking forward to a game not too far in the future where Dr. Recommended and I can play as a team, team up and do well together and break this hoodoo. You're not just saying that so you can set him up for a step. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that. Did you notice my choice of words? A, a game not too far in the future. That didn't say the next game. Because, you know, let's be honest. <laughs> it takes time he might listen to that and go... Ah, stab. <laughs> I might do the same thing. <laughs> he might be but setting you up for it. You know, well, this will be the time that... <laughs> I can just imagine a game where we're both bloody you know, walking around on tender hooks the whole game. 
Anyway, uh, so anyway, that, anyway. That's a, I think that's enough yeah. of how do I deal with Ambi, how do I deal with Doctor Recommended. We do have other um, diplomacy dilemmas as well, don't we? You've got Leith's question. Leith's question. You've got me saying the wrong name again. Actually, I was just um, going back through looking for games that I've played with Doctor Recommended, so I just need to pull that up again. Um, okay. Do you stab you too? He's always doing that, the bust. No, sorry. <laughs> just kidding, Doc. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, you know I've got a lot of time for you. So, you also had the Russian site up too, didn't you? I did have the Russian site. I did find the Russian site. Uh, it's hard that, but I think Ezio. Ezio? Is it Ezio? Ezio. 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 Oh, I thought we pronounced it last time around as Ezio. 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 Could be Ezio. Ezio. So, Ezio would like some generic advice. What are some telltale signs someone plans on stabbing you? And how do you avoid them? Oh, how do you avoid sending those... Those telltale signs. Mikey99 had some um, suggestions on that in the forum as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, so, when they build several armies on your side of their country, <laughs> that's a pretty obvious, you know. Um, when your various neighbours start copying you snippets of messages from your soon-to-be ex-ally with stuff like, I'll take X and you take Y, okay? Actually, back to building armies on your side of the country. I, I, I have successfully convinced players who were alarmed at that occurring on my side and totally took them to town. And Sorry, say that again. So in other words, let's so, say... Give me the context of a classic okay, map. Okay, so, so, so... Oh, no, no. World War Four. Well, okay, I'm, yep, I'm, World War Four. I'm, I'm uh, playing against Congo. I'm South... No, I'm, 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 I'm East Africa. So this is actually a real life this example. Is a, this is a real example, right? And um, he's got... And, and, sorry, Nigeria's also there on Africa. Every other African country's been um, dissolved, and Africa's been split between the three of us. East Africa. East Africa. Which is in the east. Congo, yep. Congo in the southwest. Southwest, and Nigeria. Nigeria in the, the centre and north. Yep. Yep. And... I convinced Congo that my builds in the southern part near his South African border was simply as a precautionary measure, nothing to worry about, but just in case you choose to build units there as well. They're peacekeepers in case the Australians invade. They're, Austra- they're, they're peacekeepers. And he believed me. <laughs> And I managed to wipe him off the South, managed to wipe him off the American continent entirely. The African continent? The African, yeah, the African continent. Do you want another beer? Yeah, I'm getting there. <laughs> the African, I will, yeah, but the African continent entirely. Um, he was strongly um, established in South America, so he survived and ended up conquering the whole of South America, but... We, I pushed them off South Africa. See, when you started talking about that, I thought you were going to say the exact opposite, which is like, okay, using that example, you, you built on player X's borders. Yes. And of course, player X goes, oh, fuck, I'm in trouble here. Which is what he should have done. He should have said, oh, hang on, this guy's building units on my border. I need to build units as well. Yeah. yeah. But doing so in such a way that player Y to your north, so... Using that example, let's yes. say you're, you're East Africa, you build all these units along 
not all, but you, you build a fair number of units along the uh, border with Congo. Congo freaks out. Nigeria goes, happy days. This um, East African guy obviously has no problems my way. But maybe you could have actually organised something with Congo to say, look, I'm going to put something down here on your border, just so you know. I'm not going to come and get you. If you want to kind of block me, just in case, you know, you think I'm telling you a fib, yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is all part of a ruse to kind of actually lull Nigeria into a false sense of security. How about then all of a sudden we kind of go, <clears throat> get him together? Yeah, and, and actually encourage at Congo to put his units to his north. Leaving, yep. his, um, leaving himself exposed. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, and then kind of so, so just a little bit more context to it. Congo was already started to build a few units on the Nigerian border as a protectionary measure himself. Yep. So I was fairly certain he was going to actually move against Nigeria. That would have been in, in my, not in my interest because, you know, long story short, Nigeria was holding off Germany, which was pushing down through Europe and keeping me safe in Africa. Um, so I didn't want Nigeria to fall. Yep. That's why that happened. Anyway. Anyway, we digress. What else? Um, so and, 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 oh, most telling way to, you know, someone plans on stabbing you is when they have been chatty and suddenly they're not replying to your messages. What do you reckon about that? Oh, I think that's a dead giveaway. I have scientific evidence on that. Oh, yeah? Scientific evidence. Scientific evidence. This is from the Science News. Okay. This, this was a study that was published in August 2015, uh, where a scientist did a scientific, obviously a scientific study, being a scientist. <laughs> well, you don't know with this in this world of alternative facts. <laughs> Good point. Uh, the scientist in question, just so I can kind of give you know credit where credit's due, is uh, Christian Danescu Nicolescu Mizel. Very long name. Mizel. Okay. Well, this is. Are we getting back to what the document doctor recommended? We're trying to pronounce. No, we've correctly? done the Victor. We've done Vdip. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so um, Christian did a study looking. Oh shit! Hit the wrong button. Looking at um, the way he looked at. Oh, actually, looking at diplomacy. Looking at diplomacy. He, oh, cool. he examined 249 games. Yes. Looking at 145,000 messages between the players. Whoa. Fairly good sample size, you would expect, yes. for what happened. Okay. One of the things were, when it became time to stab, there was definitely there was a shift in the politeness. Players who were excessively polite in general, I'm quoting, players who were excessively polite in general were more likely to betray. And people who were suddenly more polite were more likely to become victims of betrayal, according to co-author, Cornell graduate student, Vlad Nikolai. Oh, so Vlad Nikolai did this with uh, yeah, Christian so Whitmer. Politeness is an indicator. This was a study reported at the annual meeting of the Association for Computational Linguistics. Huh. And I give the example. Germany, can I suggest you move your armies east and then I'll support you? Then next year, you move there and dismantle Turkey. I will deal with Egypt, sorry, I'll deal with England and France and you take out Italy. Austria replies back, sounds like a perfect plan, happy to follow through and thank you. And of course, Austria's next move was invading Germany. <laughs> now, okay, being a diplomacy player... I can understand Austria's move. Now, is him 
saying thank you for that an indicator or is it because Germany has given away the moves he's going to do and well, that, that's, that's the next point they raise is that an increased planning related language by the soon to be victim also indicated impending betrayal and that's exactly what happened there and I've thought about my games and oh so often I'll be like you do this and do this and I'll support this to this and this to this and then I'll do this and time and time again like the game the, the game at the moment in um, Bors when Bozo stabbed me yep. perfect example of that okay you know yep. um, and there's been many many other games like that where you essentially you've trusted the other player you've said here's what I'm going to do because you trust them laid it out and they kind of go thank you beauty Beauty, I know what you're going to do now yeah and they take that information right so we will definitely link to this particular article in Science News a rather uh, reputable journal okay Uh, not alternative facts and alternative science well not yet (laughs) (laughs) anyway um, so there you go Ezio some advice on how to avoid yep. being stabbed and um, how to avoid telltale signs on an impending stab. Very good. Hey, I've got one for you, another uh, diplomacy dilemma from Donald45. So he, he asks, he's playing an American conflict game, playing as America, okay. as United States, successfully taken over Confederate States. Yes. Um, has had a trustworthy relationship with Russia. Russia's been very, very helpful to him. Okay. Uh, doesn't like France. Doesn't like the Mexicans. Having right. some suggestions Is that about just a how to keep them out. He wants to keep out the Mexicans from coming into the United States. And well, he's not quite sure if he can trust Russia. He, Russia was helping him along a lot, but he thinks that the way that the, the player playing Russia, he thinks that he might stab him in the future. What do you reckon? I suggest... England, by the way, sitting on the fence and being quite nice to um, to the United States and saying the right things. My suggestion would be to increase your border presence. Anywhere in particular? In the south against Mexico. Yeah, yeah. okay. Any particular um, I would, means of doing that? Armies? Um, navies? Oh, definitely, definitely build up an arm. Walls? I know where you're going. And... <laughs> Make sure you have England happy yep. to assist you in patrolling the sea lanes against the potential Russian state. Oh, yeah, that would be my take. That's good advice. Do you think he has to worry about the Spanish? Nah. 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 No worry about them. Nah. No, no, no. They haven't been a power since Elizabeth. No, no, Isabella. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're probably right with Elizabeth. Elizabeth the first, they probably after they uh, lost it. Uh, yeah. Where? Martyr, Spanish martyr. That would yeah. be it. Anyway, so don't look. We really need to do the other one here. Um, Leif. Oh yeah, Leif. Leif's got a question about gunboat. What's his diplomacy dilemma? In relation to gunboat, it almost never fails that as soon as I get moving in one direction, someone is assaulting me from another direction. <laughs> Shit. And Story I end of up fucking life. <laughs> <laughs> And I end up fighting a stalling action on two fronts, trying to delay my elimination with neither opponent having the two-front problem I have, and never accepting my overtures towards peace. Now, this is a perennial gunboat problem. 
This happens to me too. Is it just a gunboat problem or is it a perennial problem full stop? Or is it more manifest, do you think, I in gunboat? I think gun it's boat? exasperated in gunboat, hey? I'd agree it, with you. It's worse to deal with in gunboat. Though. It is worse to deal with, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yet, I see frequently that players who move later than I did end up with the initiative of having that luxury of choosing an enemy who is already otherwise occupied. Maybe you actively occupy yourself against other enemies too early, though. Maybe you should hold back a bit and let other people make the mistakes. Yeah. And take advantage of them. What do you think? I think you're right. Um, I've been in that position that Lates explained many a time. And um, his message got me thinking around when you're thinking about... Because all too often, I'll try to actually build good rapport with players. This is Gunboat. Okay. Friendly support holes. Love holds. Love holds. Yep. And um, trying to work on, and this is my problem I've had with other games, you know what I mean? And then go, okay, keep all them happy, and then attack somebody else. And then as soon as you've done that, as Lates explained, someone else fucks you in the... Yeah, attacks you in your flank. Um, I don't know, I've been thinking about this, and like, like, do you have this... Do you play the long game? Do you actually kind of actually continue to be nice to everybody for a bit longer, for another turn or two? before someone breaks down and goes for an attack. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of restraint. Or, alternatively, that they then go, oh, you know, Kana's not going off. So at the moment, I've been working with Kana, uh, and, and Kana seems to be working with player A and player B and player C, but he doesn't... Actually, maybe that's too many. Player A and player B. Yep. But he looks like he's going to do something to the player because play D's wide open. I'll sit back, I'll wait for him to attack D, then I'll attack Kana. Why not? I mean, that, that, that kind of makes a bit of sense, doesn't it? So instead, does Kana go, hmm, I'm not going to attack that other guy. I'm just going to sit here and wait. And wait for maybe the other... Wait for Ambi to get stabbed by somebody else, yep. and then I'll come and yep. help that other player against... Yep. And you know, smash yep. Ambi. In the meantime, Leif's over here and he's getting, you know, reamed on both sides. And we... What would you do? Look, I've, I've been in situations, I have been in situations in gunboats where I have gone out of my way to assist a player back from the brink of extinction. Right? Out of my way. And there has been times when that player has taken that generosity and at the first chance they've had stabs him. Right? Now where's... Is that me? I think you've done that to me once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's been, other, there's, there's been other times this has happened as well. And it's, this it's, is the problem. Actually, kind of digress and, and for one second. This is the hard part about gunplay. You, right? you need to stop looking after bosses because you're not playing enough games or I have a chance to stab you. I'm not playing enough games. I've got like 10 games going on at the moment. You're just not in any of them. Oh, except for our known world ones that we've played. Which are gunboats. Which are gunboats. And I think uh, I'm not doing well in, but that's another story. No, I'm story. just about let's, to be eliminated. Let's focus on the main game here. Yeah. Anyway, so it goes on. Oh, more late. More late. Um, late. Is gunboat fundamentally different from press in that gaining early momentum is not advantageous 
and that a wait and see policy is better to understand the likely flow of board dynamics before making a move. Well, we did just kind of touch on that. But at the same time, you can kind of direct the board dynamics. Do you think there's too many captains, like too many people who want to direct the flow of the game early on in the boss game? Uh, not being a you know, bad gumbo gumbo game. Yeah. It's a bit hard in a gunboat game to direct how things go. Well, if you're successful in your early openings, you can really change the direction of the board. The issue I think he raises is a good one, but it equally applies to someone who's doing well in a normal game. But is yeah. it more exacerbated... By the lack of communication. By the lack of communication. Yeah. I mean, in, in that um, uh, Renishimiento game we talked about before, this episode, um, the fact that I drew, drew Venezia... Venice, um, there was that whole risk that all of a sudden everyone would go, hey, you're the big guy on the block. Let's attack you. Let's yep. gang up and attack you. And it's no real different to... In fact, that's just kind of exacerbates that issue compared to a normal gunboat game or a normal full-press game where you have an early leader. I've been in games where... You know, on a, I think I mentioned a few episodes back. Might have been, I can't remember which one it was. But I was playing, I think it was Germany, and kind of went in my first year, opened and got three at seats. And yeah. as a result of that, yeah, you everyone from everyone. I got yeah. reamed by everybody. Yes. Oh, sorry, you were playing Russia. I started, didn't very long I started attacking you. <laughs> yeah, you're mongrel. And then everyone yeah. attacked you. Oh my god! And as I'm I attacking just, you, someone else came and attacked me. I feel like Actually, I just someone. Big, it was you know, lots of big, you know, attack me flag on some of these games. Um, but no, I think it is fundamentally different. It's fundamentally different because you cannot. Well, you can't have the communication. And, and unless you're playing with people who understand how gunboat communication works, yeah. right? And if you're in a high quality game like that yeah that's different because they will be looking at the large map they will be looking for support orders support moves so let's assume let's assume they'll um, they'll be also looking for telltale signs of people getting too big and and they'll be analysing every single unit because let's not forget you're not playing with that many units with diplomacy at any time you're not playing like risk which is thousands of pieces representing on the board every unit has been thought about by that person that person has thought unless they're a you know a sociopath has thought about what that unit is going to do yeah yep there's no accidental supports going on there's no accidental moves going on well, Unless there is. But, um, yeah, yeah, but uh, if you're playing a high-quality one where you, you remove human error out of the equation, every unit has been thought about. How best to put that into a, a situation that's advantageous for you. And that's heightened in a gunboat game. In a gunboat game, every unit has to in my opinion, anyway, it has to multiply its effect of that move. You need to be sending... Like, like having a unit sit there and support hold more than one season. What's the point of that? The message has been sent in one season. It's been sent, 
I'm going to trust that person that they got that. So, do you see the issue that Leith has raised here? Any way of how you can improve that situation that he's presented in Gunboat? Well, he's, he's essentially asking, how does he avoid fighting a two-front war? Um, well, play Turkey. I mean, you, you, you go. Well, you can still play. You still have to fight in the north and the yeah, west. Yeah, I know, I know, but it's, it's a hidden question, right? Because yeah. um, you know, it is not about, or oh, how do I avoid fighting a two-front war? It's how do I become friendly enough in a gunboat with someone to not have to fight that two-front war? Yeah. So things like support holds, support moves, even even ran like I have I have tried to and, and this happens sometimes as well and I see it sometimes. You know, going through potential support moves, you know, like the yellow arrow that comes up only if it's successful on the small map, but in the large map is shown. But to order I support move I'll give a known world because we're thinking about this. My support move, okay. um, Norway to some bumfuck place in Southeast Asia. Um, like one of your random orders. One of those random ones, right? But that yellow arrow that shows its support falls specifically on a player or a location. Yeah. Does that make sense? So, and this has worked in the past for me. You order that support move so that the little yellow arrow points at a person or player who you think is getting too big and you're, you're indicating that's where I want to attack that person or I need assistance there. Or you're also, you could be um, drawing attention to... It, 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 it's using the mechanisms of the display yep. in ways that are a little bit unique. Yeah, that all makes sense. Which is why you need to check the large map. Which is why I like, you know, because I haven't been checking the large map in some way. Even though it's like your, your number one rule for newbies, check the large map. Yeah, You I always know. keep forgetting yourself. You know, um, I do check if there's characters around me just sitting there doing nothing. Always. Yeah. Very good. I hope we answered that one. And this segment's just like blown out of... Are we going to do the next bit, or we're not going to worry? I think we get another beer. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. Quickly do the next segment. Yep. And um, Mrs. Amby won't be happy when I come home rolling around. No! <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. We better go get another drink. See you, folks, there. Oh, yeah. And we're back. And we're back. Cheers. What were you, what, what were you saying about the barman here? Oh, I was just saying he's a fuckwit. The... He underpoured us, he overpaid me, and he poured you the wrong he, wine. He overpaid you? He overcharged me. Overcharged you? Yeah, <laughs> fucking overpaid me. Yeah, he overcharged they make, me. They pay he, you too much to drink their wine. And oh, beer. mate, if only I had that sort of job. Overpaid for wine drinking. Shocking. Hey, uh, whilst you were away, I was looking yeah. at your, your screen when we had this thing about dip, dipl- uh, sorry, dip, um, diplomacy dilemmas. Yes. And I just looked at, we were talking about um, Leith's question. 
Mm. I noticed, noticed at least on 1,640 VDIP points, and I'm on 1,641 VDIP points, one point above him. <laughs> and I think my problem at the moment is because I keep playing all these stupid, not stupid, all these unrated. wonderful unrated games, <laughs> it's affecting my thing. So I might need to start actually playing. You're going to have to start picking up some uh, rated so games, though. I've, I've hopped on the um, on the site for open games. Yes. There at the moment is two players signed up anonymously for a gunboat um, 1066 game. Anonymous. Ooh, you do like those. Do you reckon I should join it? Well, it's hard to say no. I, I, I kind of. It's only five I, points though, but I suppose it comes. It still helps. Well, the buy-in points don't matter. Oh, they don't matter for the ratings. For the rating. So yeah. join. Well, it depends if you're playing against players who are rated lower than you. Are you playing? I'm not saying. That's between me and my hidden, you know, what I'm playing box, I suppose. Okay. You joined up, did you? I joined up. Who am I going to, let's see, let's see who I'm going to draw. The Normans. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, mate. Good luck. Is it full press? No, it's Gumbo. Oh, you're screwed. Maybe. I don't know. If anyone knows where the little, um, where the secret transport territories are, you know. I should little... know. Buddy made the game. <laughs> <laughs> there isn't any there. Anyway, so, on to our last drink. Do we do the cheers or are we already done? Oh, we do. Oh, no. Yeah. Do another one. Yep. Okay. Better not start playing this comeback game when I'm pissed. Okay, so. Uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about Sengoku, Sengoku. How do you pronounce it? Yeah, Sengoku, Sengoku. Any Japanese speakers, please let us know. Um, This is the Japanese variant. Yeah, so I'm in the middle of um, an 8x8 tournament on this variant. Um, How how many games are in progress at the moment? Four at the moment. Games one, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. Uh, five, six, seven, and eight are still open because there's a couple of players who aren't able to commit to that at this particular point in time because of um, prior commitments. Um, but for those of you guys who don't know what that means, is um, you cycle around all of the, uh, the power of powers and you play each one over the course of the game. Yep. Um, I found it quite interesting. Um, Honestly, I've never really had much time for this variant until... You played eight games, four games? Well, no, until I'm actually being forced to play a variety of the powers. Yep. Right? Um, That's because, you know, each... I, I traditionally do really crappy in central powers. I, I, I know this about me. As it's a diplomacy I'm, player, I find it really hard. I, I'm the same, to, as, I'm to, the same as you. I don't do very well as, as a central player. Um, yeah. I know there's plenty of players out there who, who, who do love incredibly yeah. well as a yeah. central player. But um, And there's been exceptions. You know, Sometimes I do do quite well. Um, but with Sengoku... Um, there's only two powers there, and you know I, I've never had the luck of actually being one of those corner powers, yep. and I often just get destroyed. 
So you've drawn Nil. four players, or you've got four games, so you've got four different countries. That's correct. Are um, they, how, how are, what are the country? Oh, sorry, you can't go into the detail, or how are they all positioned? Are they all over the shop? Well, it, it, it's, a map of, it's a map of Japan, and it's set in samurai era uh, Japan, where there can be only one um, emperor. You know, so when so it's called cool. not emperor. It's during the samurai period. Something else, isn't it? The oh, I think it's in the rules. Just going there now. Um, there can only be one shogun. Oh, I was going to say Daewoo, but shogun makes more sense. Yeah. Um, so Sorry, Daewoo would be more a Korean variant. It, it, is that right? Daewoo's Korean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Only one Toyota. Oh. Unless you're a Mitsubishi. Oh, you're kidding. Is that where that comes from? It's the, the names of those cars. Like... <laughs> They're from Japan. I'm <laughs> <laughs> showing my alcohol inebriated brain. So there we are. Hey, no, doesn't know where Toyota and Mitsubishi's come from or Dover's. I, I, I know where they're from, but the word themselves, like Toyota, is that Toyota. not Toyota? Is that not saying something about you know, supremacy or the value? Is, that, is there a hidden meaning to those words? I never really thought about it. I don't know. You know. Um, anyway, anyway, so how, how are you saying, going? Um, well, one of them I'm eliminated in. Um, so Two, I'm doing okay. Standard fair. And one of them I'm doing quite well. Oh, really? Hey. Which which one's that one? Well, I'm not going to tell you. Well, you can show me on the map, and we're not going to tell everyone on the... Ah, no, you no, are so... doing well. <laughs> um. <laughs> oh, this is why we shouldn't drink so much, <laughs> Rainer. <laughs> um, look, like I said, I didn't really give this variant enough time to start with um, it's eight players but playing it I actually really am seeing a lot of the intricacies that I just didn't see by not playing um, on, on a whole heap of can I ask you a silly months. question which is to what extent do you do you think diplomacy players biases about the countries that they draw is based on their and the maps themselves is based on their previous experience on that map oh it's huge look I I was very reluctant to play this variant because every other time I've played it I've just it, it's been a, 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 a not very pleasant experience yep. I had the same thing playing this variant and I didn't like this variant until I signed up for a game yes. six months ago and soloed. Well, and all of a sudden, I love the variant. <laughs> I want to play more of it. Why didn't you sign up for the 8 8 It's got too many game time. There's too many going on at the time. Um, so, yeah, look, it, it's based on a map of um, Japan. I think probably the most striking feature about it is that... Visually, the um, sea territories seem to play a large role. Yeah. Um, I'm not really progressed enough in it to sort of say yay or nay whether that is, you know, absolute the way it is. Um, in North Japan, I think probably armies play more of a role than South Japan. 
where you know your, your, your fleets can sort of support all of those regions. But the second you sort of pass the halfway point as a as a fleet-based nation, you start entering into regions which can only be reached by armies, and vice versa, going the opposite direction. So in this one version, which we're not this one game that in front of us now that we're not going to go into in detail, you are playing where you're doing well. Yes. You are playing a player that's more on the extremities of the map. Correct. correct? Yes. Okay. So the times that you've been playing more in the centre, what's your experience been? Well, the closer I get to the to, to the centre, uh, the, the earlier I get to elimination. Um, well, that one's okay. Oh, that's not too bad. That one's I, probably yeah, not smack bang in the centre. It's not smack bang in the centre, but I'm not doing grand, am I? Right? Um, no. Uh, you know, that, I'm, 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 I'm actually got, that's not a bad. That's not a bad. I've position. actually got one of those rarest of rare things going on in a gunboat game. Where everyone CDs and you get to take all their supply centers? Oh, I wish no. Um, <laughs> no, actually, I, I have a what looks to be an ally. Yeah, you actually you yeah. do. You've got a you've, what appears so, to be a very good ally there, and um, I think you've well, got a lot of potential in that particular game that no one can see, which is really infuriating for the listeners. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Um, and, so, what and, about your other games? The one well, there, you, okay, so you've given an example. The closer so far, the closer you get to the middle. So, sorry, the further out you are, the better you're playing. Yes. You get a little bit further in, yes. closer to the centre, not quite as good, but still not a bad position. Alright, so this one here. So I'm, I'm moving towards the middle. No, you're not. That's in the same yeah, position yeah, yeah. No, as the no, last no, game no, we no, talked no, about. No, no, that's okay. Well, no, because I've got... I've, I, oh, I, that's I'm right. You're being, being fucked yeah, up yeah, the butt by two players. Yeah, I'm being up the life position. <laughs> 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 so, for any listeners, we kind of recommend at this point of time, get out your, your, your book of the Kama Sutra, turn to the page where someone's getting fucked up the butt by two people, that's the leaf position, or the leaf position. <laughs> the leaf, yes. Um... Um, yeah. Also known as the caner position. <laughs> From now on, yeah. <laughs> uh, being canered. Um, <laughs> uh, hello, honey, how are you tonight? Fancy a good canering? <laughs> uh, and here's the other one, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, that Smack one bang in the um, gone. Well, I'd like to kind of uh, contrast that with this particular map. Oh, get out of it. You did well with that. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell. So, so I've just kind of shown to Kana, look, oh. you can play a central player in the Japanese map and uh, solo the game. Here's the thing. I always play against other people in the middle of the map who just do well in that position. And if I'm in that country, I don't do well at all. I, I do not know what I'm doing wrong in this map. You're too busy being canid. I'm too busy being canid, yeah. I think it's probably worse because it is a gunboat sort of scenario. Is this, that full press? Uh, I think it was full press, actually. Yeah, it was full press. Oh. Good on you. Congratulations. Rated? Uh, yes. There was a whole 33 points in the pot. Who are the other players on? What's the course were they? Got, oh, I recognise some of these. Yep. You've got uh, Dog's Rule. Mechanic, um, he's, he's a bit of a good player. Mariscal, that's good. Um, 
Who else here? You got Theatre Varus. I have bumped into this guy before. Yeah. Um, Bugs Duck, Bombrew, and Asevich. 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 Yes. This oh, was a well. game that was played back in and finished in whatever, July. July last year. 2016. Yep. That's my most recent Sengoku game. Going to play more of them? Uh, it's not a bad variant, actually. I don't mind the variant, especially after you've won. As we said, you all of a sudden you think it's a pretty good variant. Um, but, you know, even though I just randomly signed up for a 1066 game, I don't know, I want to play something else. I'm getting I, a bit... I'm looking forward to some new variants coming out in the lab. I really am. Through this lab that Flame's setting up. I am. I actually, I'm, I'm playing a, a new variant... Not a new variant. I'm playing a variant at the moment in a game that I'm doing very, very poorly in, um, which we won't necessarily go into a lot of detail. Hopefully you're not playing the game. And um, I'm probably not. I am quite literally doing the known world, the boss and the Sengoku. Although I did sign up to that World War Four game that's just started. So, uh, as we've just been talking about a whole heap of um, maps that we can't kind of show you and talk about specifically, I'm playing a... Um, first like, Crusade. Yeah, I wasn't going to say the variant, but sure. A First Crusade game. <laughs> Maybe in two weeks' time it won't be an issue. Well, I'm not saying who you are playing. No, I'm playing this player here. <laughs> <laughs> well, the two weeks time is probably not going to be an issue, guys. Um, but but that map is a nice looking map. I thought that too when I signed up, but now the way the game's going, I don't like this map at all. <laughs> I don't want to play it anymore. I'm going to lose points. I haven't. I haven't. I've actually played this map once before, years ago. I like how the units are all individually marked according to country. I do like. I actually, I, I like, like that. I think too. That's, that's a very nice. lovely touch. Yeah. And I don't mind the. Um, and this is similar to, I suppose, to the the the, um, the Japanese map that we talked about. Um, there's a lot of different options when it comes to where you can move your units. Not not. It's not like your 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 crazy style mate classic oh, sea lanes yeah, version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you an image of but that. But there's there's a lot of options for um, unit movement, which kind of um, makes it harder. Look, we've got some areas here where there's a bit of a yeah, a bit of a stalemate, bit of a stalemate happening um, there. I, I feel like this deserves like almost like a full episode. I've not I've not played the map. Well, maybe I sh- maybe we um, should do it's... a bit more after the game's over. I can talk more freely about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needless to say. I think, um, yeah, yeah, First Crusade, it, it, it's one that I remember um, popping up in the lab, and I remember getting really excited about it, but I just never um, managed to get a game or jump in on a game. Um, it's also part of a historical period that's quite interesting as well. Very, yes, very much yeah. so. Um, I'd love to play, uh, it wouldn't actually be a very balanced game, but like an historically correct, correct version where it's like, the whole West. Actually, I don't know. I'm going to say the whole West. Um, you have uh, the the two Islamic powers in a forced alliance, and you would have um, the English player, the French player, the Holy Roman Empire player. Would that be kind of like your uh, um, your, your pirates? 
kind of join together, well, they, they and maybe you can have your you have your um, your Russians and potentially the Byzantines being more like your Eastern Europe place where they can just do yeah, whatever the fuck yeah. they want. Because yeah. during the Crusade, it was obviously all coming from Rome, from the Pope. Well, well, you know, like which one? So the Children's Eastern. Crusade, oh, there's a lot of different Crusades. Children's Crusade. Yeah, you know, a bunch of yeah, there's, there's a lot of crazies during the Crusades. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was different types of Crusades as well. There's a crusade that just sort of started around here in the Low Countries, and this kind of they went, went on a went drinking on a big, tour. Yeah, essentially a big drinking tour, burning witches as they went, and ended up down here in the south of France, burning them and pillaging. You know, and then there's a <laughs> there's another one where they got a whole heap of children from all that area, put them on a boat, and said, "Off you go." That's the children's crusade in a nutshell. There we go. <laughs> yeah, that's Kana's Crusades 101. Yeah, welcome to Drunk in History. Podcast. Drunk in History. <laughs> that would be an interesting podcast. <laughs> There's plenty of really good choice podcasts. Have you seen Drunk in History? No. No. Is there a real thing? Yeah. So a bunch of guys in the US decided it would be really amusing to videotape someone getting incredibly intoxicated yeah. whilst they're telling a story of a particularly significant historical event. And is it like a random person or they kind of share it amongst themselves? Um, so it's, it's comedians or well-known or semi-well-known yeah. people from Hollywood. So you have this is guys, a TV show or what is it? Yeah, it's called Drunk History. It's a TV show called Drunk History. Yeah. Okay, yep. Yep, yep. So, you know, you have guys like, um, um, uh, what's his face? You know, the one that, is it, what's, what's the dude that sort of did that famous ride on his horse and jingling the bells and lighting torches? Thomas Riviera, was it? The, the, the American one. Either the Re- American Revolution. Oh. He's, he's um, riding along. He's, um, uh, oh, shit. <laughs> Drunk, drunk diplomacy talking about drunk history. Um, Paul Revere. Paul Revere. Oh, and Tom Revere. Paul Revere. Yeah, but there's a guy, you know, like the story of him, and, and he's drinking vodka. Yeah, that was a conversation in your head. Okay, so anyway, but, you know, this guy, he's, Rewind. He's, he's drinking vodka shots as he's going along, telling the story, and it gets more and more absurd. Now, what makes it really funny to watch is they actually have actors doing a mime of what the guy is saying <laughs> as it's going along. I don't know about this. Yeah, drunk history. It's worthwhile. It's, it's really amusing. And uh, England has done another one, has, has, has jumped on the bad wagon and have put a uh, show forward on that as well. But they're not as good as the American ones because the Americans just can't hold their liquor as well as the, as the English. It seems to be the way in the... Uh, yeah. I'd love to see an Australian version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. <laughs> Birkenwells. Birkenwells. Those poor bastards. So, um, one thing we didn't kind of say when we were talking about Sengoku... Or se- Did you say... I say Sengoku. What do you say? Sengoku. Sengoku. Um, bit of a shout-out for um, Benjamin Hester. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Good job, Ben. You yeah. kind of created the variant. And then, of course, good old Oliver Orth, Ollie. Ollie! Brought it over to uh, good the on online you, version. Yeah. We're sort of getting towards the end of, you know, what's reasonably 
length, but I think we should touch on the Russian ah, yes. website. Yes? Yes. Um, so it's... Um, oh, Diplo Mail. Diplo. No, no, that's kind of wrong. Let's Hang go on, back to the homepage. No, I want to hold that one. Um, I want to hold the variance there. As this right click, thing. open tab. Yeah. Let's see what it says. So it's, um, Oh, yeah, you're right. Diplomail.au. Oh, hang on. Ah, I see. I see. Dobry Yeah, diplomail.au. And um, as, as, as can, a, can our Russian listeners kind of say what my um, pronunciation was any good? Really? Because that looks like AO6 PO, no. Zano bat b b mpa diplo mail. Dobri pozhal pozhal vuet smir diplomail, which I think basically uh, translates as good welcome in the world to diplomail. Oh, good on you. Huh. That's worth a chink. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, Flame, let me know how my pronunciation is. Yeah, mate. No, dude, um, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, that was with my one year of Russian and a couple of occasional um, instances of uh, Duolingo. Huh. But it's not, it's, it's not the best. I, I can kind of look at that and I can see it's, it's not perfect. Because Noe Dobri has an E on the end and it's usually Pushel Pushel? Anyway, it's good. So it's good, hello, in the world of Diplomail. Huh. And I love this little little uh, World War I um, caricature. Yeah, it's very um, Of the classic. Kaiser. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's holding a gun with a sword in his mouth and he's uh, frantically scribbling down orders or something on a, on a piece of paper. There's a map of Arbengeden and um, you know, some sort of random... It's fun. Thing going on the right. Good Germany old, in the next war. Good old Great War cartoonists. Very interesting. Um, but, so, you know, look, just quickly bringing up their variants. They've got a lot there. They've actually ported yeah. a lot from They from have Vita ported it. And a lot? Yeah, yeah, the lot. The lot. So, I mean, okay, Ambi. So, has Flame done this or who's done this? How do you feel about there being 21 games played in Russian of your 1066 version? Wow. You sure? Yeah, that's what that is. How many games have played? 21. Really? Yeah, the, 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 the layout is the same. Ah. Yeah, three, like, rock, block, you know. <laughs> three, voka, boga, boga, boga. Igroki. I am up. Javarishchinie. I don't know what that means. That's they're, just they're sort of abbreviations, yeah. Ruit. Uh, yeah. So this is this is the column for how many games have been played. That's there we a are. Folks, that's why you go to university. Learn how to speak Russian for a year. You just like flip back and forth between. Oh yeah, yeah. So, um, but why did they kind of translate the names of the variants into Russian? Well, yeah. That's probably why we've got twenty-one people signed up for the Australian game because you know. They don't know they're actually opting into Australia. 
And what's the other one that you did? The uh, Fall of the American... No, the... Uh, the, the American the, Conflict? American Conflict. American Conflict. 54. 54. Really? There's actually a lot of games going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what else? What else? Pirates, eh? Is Pirates there? Uh, where is you, it? You, you, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. Oh, sorry, mate. No games. No games of Pirates. I can understand why. I need to do some work on that. The retreat order kind of screwed up. Yeah, no one likes the retreat process. But I get a little buzz, you know. Like, I, I look at variants with I've ported. USA, 16 games. Viking, 56. War 2020, 10. Yeah. They haven't done sea lanes. Okay, all right, I get it. Um, That's because they're too busy playing this uh, mate versus mate. Yeah, well, well, how many mate versus mates? 16 games. In fact, it looks like it's a hot game. In fact, there's a few of them playing already at the moment. Oh, wow. So it's, it's a similar way you, you, you do it. Oh, I forget which ones you press. In, hang on. V diplomacy, you go back to, you know, uh, go back to your blah, 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 because it's the exact same layout. This is how I figured out Russian. I haven't read it. I just, you know, look at the, look at the layout and figure it out. Um, so over here we've got, um, so active is third from the left. Uh, we go back to our Russian site, mate versus mate, third from the left. What's that? you are. You've got two ongoing mate versus mate games. Wow. How cool is that, eh? Tasmania's doing well in one of them. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've never seen Tasmania play so well. That one's a... Maybe they've got a different perspective. I don't know what that means. Igra... Igra nomir... I don't know what that means. Plus 10. <laughs> anyway, so, there's the Russian site. It is there. I'm not just saying... So, diplomail.ru. If you're a Russian speaker. Yes. Yeah. Well done. Can you kind of uh, also PM us and let us know what you think of uh, Kana's pronunciations? <laughs> <laughs> and what you think of Donald Trump. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> I'm sure Donald will get back to us later on about his diplomacy <laughs> dilemma. <laughs> I reckon it's probably about a good spot. That's, that's a good spot. Draw a yeah. line. Move on. <laughs> I'm uh, Amby. He's Kana, and uh, yep. you've been listening I'm to Diplomacy Games. I'm Kana. He's Amby. And yep. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> See you guys next time. Bye bye.